Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm here with a wonderful Catherine Robinson, our uh, sorceress. Good morning, Catherine. Hi, Angela. How are you doing? I'm very well. A little warm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Tracy's already talking about the uh, glorious Devon down there. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, the uh, July 4th, it's going to be an opportunity to open up and we're going to get lots of people traveling around. So be safe, everyone. I think that's all we can say at this, po at this point. So this morning on the Stand Up Wednesdays is all about the candidate side. Um, and Catherine is, is our, our guru on that. So what are we talking about today, Catherine? Uh, we're talking about pre-screen calls and the importance of preparing for them. Um, you know, it can sound a bit boring, you know. <laughs> uh, but, well, you know um, what? I always used to think that that next candidate call, they could be my next placement. And yeah. therefore, I always thought about, yeah, you never know who they're going to be. You never know who they know <laughs> or who their daughter or son is or their mum or their dad. It's it, There was always those networks and connections. So it was always, yeah, treat each one as an individual and potentially your, your next placement. And again, back to treat everyone how you'd like to be treated. So uh, for me, it was always excitement with regards to calling a new candidate because it's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, obviously, we all have different reactions to, to kind of doing this work. And um, I think for me, um, you know, I'm a bit, um, you know, I'm a bit phone shy, I guess. So the preparation, you know, while it might feel a little bit boring, it always really helped me. It's like, okay, I've, I know what questions I've got to ask, um, almost to the point of writing down what I say when I'm going to answer the phone. I would almost over prepare for a call because. Okay. It just, confidence to actually pick the phone up and make the call so um so yeah I think we're all going to respond differently to the work but it doesn't make it any less important so it's going to be interesting now because actually a lot of the um phone calls will be transferring into video calls yeah. and therefore there's there's even more preparation that needs to be done and, but I think we're getting quite good at, at the zoom calls and, and getting organized on this says she but I, I I'm getting much better at Shutting LinkedIn down because that always pings. Shutting the gym down because that always pings, and shutting down my emails as well. Although I didn't do it yesterday, and I did have, um, unfortunately, an advertisement for a uh, a rather <laughs> for bravissimo. I'll just say that so curvy ladies will know <laughs> that's for ping up in the middle of a executive coaching session with three directors. Yeah, um, luckily I don't think they knew what it was. <laughs> it was a quick. Let's get rid of that one. Shut down those emails as they come flying through. Anyway, right, back to our um, candidates then. So why do we need to prep for the call? Well, like you say, you don't know. It might be just the ideal candidate. But equally, it's, it's kind of, it, it mitigates the risk um, with candidates. So if you think about, um, you know, the things that happen that frustrate us and disappoint us, like candidates ghosting us. Um, you know, that first call is our chance to make a good impression. And I don't know about you, but when I, you know, some of my experiences with recruiters earlier in my career, I remember going in and meeting with a recruiter at Hayes in Swindon. And she came into the room, she had a copy of my CV in her hand. But every question she asked me, it was so, you know, the, the answer was in front of her. Um, it wasn't, you know, saying, oh, I read this and it made me want to know that. 
it was just, oh, what was your last role? And I'm like, it's, it's literally written down right there. <laughs> so we've got, we've got to make sure that our, our prep is actually about being interested in the person. If you're not showing any interest, then why should they show any interest in you? Um, and you're right, the ghosting is a real issue at the moment. So uh, if you want to put comments in the, uh, the sidebar here, guys, if, if you've got any issues with regards to getting hold of candidates and that initial call, um, then feel free to uh, put those in there and we'll, we'll discuss those as we go. So we need to make sure that, yeah, we, we have a good first impression, that we're prepared for it, not just for their benefit, but like you said, for yours as well. People do get nervous talking to new people. Um, there are some people that, that love it, and luckily I'm one of those, um, but most people actually a little bit hesitant when you pick up the phone and speak to a new person, and, and the face-to-face -face is, is probably going to escalate that even more um, as, as we move through and, and use video a lot more. Okay, so what, uh, one more reason then why it's important that we prep for this call. So, yeah, this person might not be the person that we're looking for. But that doesn't mean that they might not be the right person in the future. And it also doesn't mean that they might not be hiring at some point. And if you make a really good first impression, you're a recruiter who is consultative, you do listen, then they might just think of you when they're hiring for their team or yeah, or their boss is hiring and they say, oh, do you know any recruiters that would do this? Um, you never know when that question is going to get thrown out in someone's office and you know you want to be the person that they go oh yeah I spoke to somebody good a few weeks yeah. ago um yeah there we go that's what we want well, well that's that's the key isn't it you you don't know who they're going to be they could be a potential client but even if they they don't end up as a client and you look at them they're an influencer in some way shape or form and that first conversation that you have them is representing your own personal brand and who you are and what you do and exactly that if you make a good first impression that's great but you can quite easily make a bad first impression if you're not prepared and you're just winging it uh, it's not great so for me the pre-screen call wasn't necessarily to get into the details of what they're capable of for me, the pre-screen was all about, are we actually going to work together well? Am I the right agency for you? Do I want you on my books? And actually, are you going to be an ambassador for me and represent me on my business well, or are you going to be a nightmare? And that was what was key for me, because seriously, uh, yeah, they may have the best CV in the world. They may be very, very capable in their job. But if they're not going to be a good candidate for you and they're going to mess you around, they're going to ghost you, they're not going to turn up for interviews or they're not going to take the job at the end of the day. Waste of time. Yeah. So I'm sure we've all had experiences like that. So for me, the pre-screen was making sure that person represented me well. The interview was all about their capabilities and, and, and getting into that. What do you think in relation to that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this call is probably going to be about sort of 10 minutes. It's it's getting a feel for each other, isn't it? It's it's mm -hmm. listening to what that they what to what they tell you so that, you know, when you do do that interview call, you can make them feel comfortable so that, you know, they they give you the information you need. Um yeah, it's it's just to get to know you. Um you know, what you know, what prompted you to apply to this role you know questions like that that can just give you little insights into into who they are and um yeah and you can start to judge have we got rapport you know do I kind of trust this person's motivations <laughs> and uh, you know all that kind of stuff you've just hit on one of the key elements of, of what I would want to do and you're right I used to aim for a 10 minute call so 
that was the same as my clients. If I was doing BD and calling a client, I wanted a 10-minute call, that initial call. And it was the same with the candidates. And we forget sometimes that we have to sell to the candidates as well as to the clients. And we, we don't necessarily put them on the same pedestal, do we? They need to be at the same level. We need both. Treat everyone the same. But there is a caveat to that. Obviously, if they're not right, if they are not giving you the right information that you need, they're not going to represent you well, then I would try and cut it down to about two, three minutes. So the key was in those first few minutes to establish some of those answers. And motivations was one of them. I wanted um, five motivators, if, if I could get those out of them, of why they would leave a job, but also why they would want to join another job. What were the push and pull that would make them make a move? Because if there wasn't any good reasons, apart from money, then all that's is they're going to take the counter offer, isn't it? So uh, we definitely didn't want that. So motivations was one of my key questions. What's one of yours? We're, we're going to go into this in a lot more detail, guys, or rather Catherine is this afternoon. Let me just put that in there for you. Um, so there's an actual half hour webinar on this and going into all the detail to really craft your pre-screen call. Um, and that's going to be critical, um, making sure that you're not wasting time with the time wasters because, yeah, we, we can't afford that at the moment. We want to make sure we're picking people that are going to take the job. Um, and are going to represent you well as well and hopefully be an ambassador and influencer or even a client in the future all right so my motivators I definitely wanted to find out what's one of yours so yeah I think we, we've touched on you know how different attitudes to um, you know making phone calls and I think candidates are exactly the same you know some people you know the phone is definitely easiest for them um, you know that's nice and comfortable um, you know they feel like they're actually getting a connection other people you know, they're not going to answer the phone unless you know they know the number that comes up so yeah. uh, one of the questions I like to ask is oh you know if I've got a quick question for you um, you know it's not an in-depth discussion what's the best way for me to get in touch would that be email or text message what do you prefer um, because again that's going to really help me get responses from them in the future you're right um, that working with them what's best for them so best time to get a hold of them that you know they're yeah. always going to be available so for me, guys, that's usually 9.20 because straight away after the <laughs> after the stand-up, um, unless, unless we carry on the conversation afterwards, then uh, there's a time that usually in the week you could get hold of someone or that's a good, a good time. But also the best method. You're right. People don't like the phone, don't like the video, prefer text, prefer WhatsApp. I really love WhatsApp as, as a uh, communication. Uh, so all of those things, identifying that. I also wanted to find from them, What's the potential knockout factor? I want to know now in this pre-screen <laughs> before I invest a lot of time and effort in taking you through the whole process only to find out that knockout factor as the offer comes in. So question I would always ask is what could potentially stop you from taking your ideal job? So therefore, it's the best job. It's what you want. It's the right salary, right location, everything you've asked for. What could possibly stop you? So the counter offer comes in here. Um, if my company offered me an extra 10,000 a year, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stay. Okay, well, let's, let's explore that first before we move on. Um, it could be that they're waiting on some results for something, um, and that, that could be pregnancy, that could be health, that could be um, a qualification that means they're gonna go off and do something totally different. Um, it, it could be anything, but really dig into, yeah, what are those issues? I've had dogs stop. Uh, placements in the past where they were a contractor um, that were meant to be working abroad 
They were happy to take the year-long contract only when they found out the dog had to go into quarantine for six months when it came back. Yep, that's it, that's it. Nick, Nick's the placement. They weren't willing to be without their dog for six months. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what it could be? Have you had any weird and wonderful ones that have stopped people taking, taking um, jobs? I don't know about weird, but you've definitely made me think of um, another question I ask, which is, like, who is going to help you make this decision? You know, is there anyone in your life who, you know, is, is going to have a deciding, you know, a vote on this as well as yes. you? So it could be a partner. It could be a mum. You know, <laughs> it's, um, you know, a brother or sister even. You know, so, you know, you never really know anyone's situation. So yeah. I always find that question quite useful because, you know, then you can circle back to it in the future. Like, oh, you know, what did your partner say when, well, you know, when you talk to them about this? Um, yeah, you're spot also, on there. They're either going to go, oh, we haven't really talked about it, in which case, ah, that's a red flag. <laughs> you want to give them that as homework. Um, or they're like, oh, yeah, you know, they thought it sounded great too. Then you're like, okay, phew, I can kind of tick that off. Um, it's not going to be a problem down, down the line. Yeah, I've sadly got two or three placements that have fallen out over the years. I was, I've been in recruitment 30 years, so I have got a few stories on here. But, yes, um, they're not all mine. They're ones that I've come across, but I've had – um, the wife stopping the husband taking the job because the ex-girlfriend works at that company. So, yeah, he didn't realise she knew <laughs> where she was. I've had the husband stopping the wife because he didn't want to take in the bus to the next town in the winter, on, in the dark, and coming home in the dark. Uh, yeah, so these things, it was always critical, yes. Who would you want to discuss the position with when you get it offered? Yeah, whose advice would you take? And you're spot on. Every time you, you give them a, a potential job, uh, then you're make, making sure that you're actually asking them, have they spoken to that person? Because you know they're the influencer in that family <laughs> or that situation. Could be a friend, but uh, definitely makes a difference. Good. Okay. Well, we're not, we're not going to go through all the questions. We've got to leave, we've got to leave stuff for uh, Catherine to go through uh, this afternoon uh, with regards to um, our situation within the gym. I've put the link in there for Catherine's webinar this afternoon about really digging down into what do you need to plan for your pre-screen call because it's a 10-minute call. You've got a great opportunity uh, to make an impact with that person. And even if you don't have them as a candidate, like you say, they could be an influencer and they could actually refer you in uh, later. But tell us a little bit about some of the plans that we've got with regards to courses coming up because we're now in a situation uh, next month where we're releasing courses um and uh, oh, it's exciting isn't it actually getting back yeah. to doing some some training again so we've already uh, spoke to you all about alan's retainer course that's going well so now yeah. let's talk to you about uh, Catherine's course let me put the link in here as well uh for yours so what what are you going to be doing and when are you going to be doing it so yeah um the candidate sourcing and engagement course um we have run it before um but it's kind of new and improved uh so um so, like that. yeah, that's, that's exciting and we're launching on the 13th of july so what's that like about three weeks time yes yeah uh, yeah you've got a little bit of time to make your decision um but go to the link there and and check it out um i think it's about eight modules worth of information um yeah, so you've got a couple of months that. worth of training there haven't you yeah, so we'll kind of take you through that a month at a time with these uh, Wednesday webinars. Um, and and yeah. And then we've got the LinkedIn one in August. Yes, a second one uh, launching in, in August, I think the 10th. 
So that would be the second Monday uh, in August. Yeah, I'm going to start a course on LinkedIn Recruiter. So that one's been bubbling away for quite a while. You might have heard me talking about that um, a little earlier in the year. But uh, yeah, I, I get going to be ready. To I get on. asked for that in all the clients that have got it. <laughs> They always say, Angela, can you do some training on LinkedIn? I've always used LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I get loads of business, but I've never paid them a penny. So I don't have that experience. So the fact that there's somewhere that I can direct them and go, look, you're going to get everything you need to make sure that you actually utilize it fully. It will pay for itself within a couple of weeks because you'll be, be able to make placements out of it a lot easier. So fantastic. Okay. So thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us this morning. Tomorrow, we've got uh, Russell Monday. He's back working on everything to do with contracts. So if you're thinking about expanding your contract market, which you should be at the moment because of where we are, um, or if you've not done contracts and you're predominantly perm, then get with us tomorrow morning and we'll be starting that and he'll be doing a contract course as well. So that's gonna be coming in the future because we need to take advantage of uh, the situation and it's gonna be contract and temp, temp contract, which is everyone that you wanna do. But uh, yeah, we need to make sure we're doing that as well. Lots going on the gym, I'm loving it. So uh, we'll uh, see you this afternoon, Catherine. Uh, yeah. for your for your preschool uh, preschool pre screening call put them together <laughs> it'll be right be, nice. all right have a wonderful day everyone enjoy the sunshine um, and stay safe yeah Bye -bye. See you later.